Welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast, where we tackle teaching challenges from a biblical perspective. Why are we here? Because we don't believe that our spiritual walk and teaching profession should exist in two separate domains. Rather, the hope we have in Christ should change how we approach everything, not just at home, but at school as well. So join us as we explore both the spiritual and practical sides of key teaching challenges, integrating them together so we can succeed at teaching, glorify God, and make a lasting difference in our students' hearts and lives. Well, so far in this series, we've been talking about how to finish strong and make the final weeks count. We started by considering, you know, what do we do when we feel like we're just done? Like we have nothing left in the tank. How can we make it? If you still have a few weeks left and you're feeling like that, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode one in this series. Then we talked about how to finish well with our students, both relationally and academically. That was in episode two. And then in episode three, we talked some more specifics and practicals about how to pack up your classroom and close things down like a pro so that you're organized and ready to go for next year. In this episode, we're going to talk about a simple key to future success, and that is reflecting. We want to talk in this episode how you can reflect on what went well and what didn't while it's still fresh in your mind. And I think that is so important that we do reflect now. I think a lot of times we think, oh, I'll spend time thinking about stuff in the summer or next school year. Like, I'm just done. I'm done, done, done. And it's okay to feel like you're done, done, done. But Reflecting now is so valuable for a few reasons. Number one, everything is fresh in your mind right now. There's a lot that is in your mind right now that you're not going to remember next August. And so those thoughts and insights are going to be lost if you don't kind of record them or make notes of them now. Second reason is that reflection is really one of the biggest keys to growing and in both improving our own skills and or just making our situation better and easier, right? It's identifying problems and thinking about what we liked, what didn't, what works, what doesn't. So doing that, examining what went well, what didn't, thinking about why, and then writing those ideas down can really, really help you grow as a teacher and also you to create an environment that you more enjoy teaching in, right? Create a situation that where things work better and work more easily. So it's worth, it doesn't even have to take a lot of time, but it's just worth a little bit of intention, once again, intentionality of just taking a little bit of time to reflect and just think about and just jot down some notes of what went well and what didn't. I'm gonna give you some tips of what exactly questions you can ask yourself here in a minute. The third reason why I would say take time to reflect is that taking a little bit of time to reflect and process the year can actually help you go into the summer feeling more relaxed because all of those thoughts that are currently swirling around in your head in an unorganized fashion and you're just saying, oh, I'll just have to remember this next year or or just this just feels crazy or this has been hard or whatever it is. Those thoughts are swirling around in our heads a lot in a really unorganized way. And we, when we take a little bit of time to process them, ask some good questions, think things through, and then write down some notes for ourselves for next year, 
that frees up our mind. Those thoughts are no longer swirling. They've been processed. They've been organized. They've been written down. And our mind knows that. Our mind knows they're written down. I can release this. That doesn't mean you'll never think anything about that for the rest of the summer, but it can really help you go into the summer more relaxed. So those are my arguments for why it is worth taking a little bit of time and really just a little bit of intentionality to reflect now, okay? So let's talk next about what to do, okay? These are a few different points of reflection I have four in particular things that I'm going to recommend that you do. And that's kind of the really quick, easy version, okay? And you can take as long or as little with this as you want. I My best recommendation would be to set aside a little bit of time, either on a walk or maybe you can go, you know, just go to a park or someplace quiet and say, I'm going to take 30 minutes or an hour and just think and reflect and really just have it be a relaxing thing. So if you're able to do that, I would really recommend that. But if that feels too overwhelming, it, it doesn't have to be that. You can even pause this podcast and just think about some things as I'm talking and, you know, jot a few things down if you're at a place where you can, or if not, you know, um, jot a few things down a little bit later. It can be really quick and fast too if it needs to be. That's totally better than nothing. Okay, so I'm going to give you these four steps, kind of four things to think about. And then I'm also going to, at the end, um, share a resource with you that my team has put together that has a lot more in-depth reflection questions. So if you are saying, yeah, I really love this, I want to reflect more, there's a lot of great questions in there, um, both for whether if you're returning to teaching, and then there's also going to be a section where if you are thinking that you're leaving teaching, uh, there's some questions that some of my team members have put together that helped them kind of process that. And so those are going to be in that too if you want to go deeper. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into the four things that I recommend you thinking through as you reflect. So first of all, really important to celebrate the wins. So as you begin reflecting, think about what went well. What are you thankful to God for? And this can even follow in the tradition if you think in scripture where Israel was commanded to put a pile of rocks as an altar to remember what God had done. I think it's important that we do, whether it's physical or just, you know, in our mind, the same thing where we say, this is what God did. He did this. He did that. And sometimes it might just be he brought me through this really hard thing, but I but I'm through it. He he was faithful through that. So take a few moments to meditate on God's goodness, on all the things he did for you this year, all the things he brought you through and put that little memorial whether it's actually something physical or whether it's in your mind. Um jot a few things down. What has God done? What are some of the wins from the year? Number 2, next thing you want to do is Make notes of things that you want to change for next year or of ideas you have for next year. So this is where there's all those thoughts swirling around in your head and you are thinking, 
you know, they're just all over the place probably and you have a million little things. So taking a few minutes to say, okay, what are all those things that are in my head that I've said, yeah, I really kind of want to do that or I might want to try this. You don't have to make any decisions right now, but just writing down, yeah, these are the things that I'm thinking about doing differently next year or these are some things that did not work, don't do this again, or I really, you know, wish we could do this. Um, So just marking that down. Once again, you don't have to solve everything right now, but just making notes of, okay, these are things that I need to fix. These are things that, you know, I definitely want to do again. These are some ideas I have. Getting that down, then that's something you can revisit when it's when it's getting closer to the start of school and see which ones you want to implement. So first of all, celebrate the wins. Praise God for his goodness. Number two, make notes of things that you want to change or any ideas you have. Get them out of your head and onto paper so that they're there. You can remember them and then your mind can release them. Number three, Try to identify the root cause of your biggest pain point last year. In other words, think back on the year and think, what was the most difficult thing or things? What was the most challenging aspect or what did I really struggle with this last year? And then dig down a little bit and say, what caused that? Why did this happen? And is there any type of like overall category or theme? Like you might say, uh, for example, yeah, I had a lot of anxiety. I was very fearful over all these things. Or you might say, time was such a struggle for me and it, and it made me, you know, it caused all these other issues because I, I never felt like I had enough time for everything. Or you might say, Behavior, student behavior was so difficult. It caused all these problems and I never knew what to do about it. Like I never felt like I knew how to handle behavior. So whatever it is, trying to say what 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 were the reasons and then was there anything underneath? Like what were they? And sometimes it might be something that you felt like was in your control. Sometimes it might be something that you felt like was out of your control. But in either case, identifying and pinpointing this was the biggest issue. And then if once if you can peel that layer of the onion back of an a, you know, a layer or two and say, this is why, that is so helpful because then you kind of can attack the problem or and, and, and figure out, or at least if it's something kind of out of your control, you can decide, make a plan for how to deal with it if it comes up again. That can be super, super helpful. So number three, identifying what was my biggest struggle or pain point and what was kind of the cause under that. So spending even just 10 minutes thinking about that Super valuable. Okay, and then finally, step four, make a plan for what needs to change. And in this case, I'm not necessarily saying you need to come up with a plan, as I said, at number two of like all your ideas that you want to do. I'm talking more about your biggest pain point or struggle. So whatever you identify as this was the like really my biggest struggle and this I think was why it was happening, thinking, okay, what would help with that? And you might kind of know, man, I know what I need to do, you know? And if you have to-dos that you know, just put them on the calendar and plan time for them now. Um, Maybe you say, you know what? I'm going to plan a four-hour retreat in the middle of July where I'm going to, you know, take four hours and, you know, go to Panera and, you know, brainstorm this and figure it out. Okay, so whatever it is, put it, put it on, put some time on the calendar so that you're not worried about when am I going to address this? It's okay, this is where I'm going to sit and work on this. You might say, um, I need to get training in this. I mentioned classroom management and time. 
those are two areas where we have trainings that we would love to help you. If you're struggling with classroom management, Classroom Management 101 will completely be a huge help for you going into next year. So you might say, yeah, I'm going to take Classroom Management 101 and I'm going to put together a classroom management plan this year for next year. I'm going to know what I'm doing before that first bell rings. Um, if you struggle with, if you say, man, I was always so overwhelmed. I never felt like I had enough time. Um, to get everything done. I was always stressed, working too much. Uh, we have a program called Reclaim Your Time 101 that will 100% help you with that. And the summer's a great time to dive into that and make really good progress when you have a little bit of time to devote for it. So, and there's, and there's, we have PD for some other things too, but if it's not something that we have, there's tons of great resources out there. Um, so asking yourself, is this something where some training would be helpful? Um, do I want to take a course? Do I want to just, you know, set aside some time to Google and search, do that, plan it and um, get started on it. That can be so, so valuable. You might um, decide that I need more reflection. (laughs) I need to think about this more. I'm still really unclear about what I'm thinking or I just need more time to think about it. That's okay. Schedule that. Schedule, okay, I'm going to take a longer reflection or maybe I'm going to get that in-depth reflection that we talked about that's on our website, teachfortheheart.com slash finish. I'm going to dive into these thoughts and questions a little bit deeper with that. And then finally, I will say if you're leaving teaching, It doesn't mean that you need to skip this. In fact, it might be really helpful to process that leaving of teaching by reflecting on some of these things. And that's that's one of the parts of the reflection that we're going to offer is there's questions for if you're staying in teaching and then there's questions for if you're leaving teaching that can be really, really helpful. So if you want a more in-depth reflection, grab that reflection questions, um, download. It's a Google uh, Google Doc link that you can grab at teachfortheheart.com slash finish. All right, so let's review what you're doing in your reflection. First of all, celebrating the wins and God's faithfulness. Number two, making notes of all the things in your head that you want to change or ideas you have. Number three, identifying, asking yourself, what was my biggest struggle and why? Number four, making a plan to address that biggest struggle and thinking about what do I want to do and just getting some things on the calendar, getting space on the calendar to address it, maybe um, deciding to enroll in a PD course if that is helpful. And by the way, if you want information about the couple courses that I mentioned, Reclaim Your Time 101, um, Classroom Management 101, we also have a course called Beyond Classroom Management that helps with student motivation and a course called Teach Uplifted that helps for if you're feeling struggling with anxiety and um dealing with being able to trust God with things that are really difficult um, or just feeling like you've lost your joy of teaching, Teach Uplifted would 100% be for you. So we'll link to all four of those courses as well um, in the show notes at teachfortheheart.com slash finish. Um, That's the blog post for this entire series. And then, of course, if you want further reflection, you can grab that at teachfortheheart.com slash finish as well. So as we complete right now, I want to encourage you to just set aside for now, just set aside time for that reflection. 20 minutes should be good. Um, just plan a time. It, it could be, and I will say the time to do this, it can be after the school year ends. If you want to do it, you know, kind of, but I wouldn't do it further than the next week after school ends. Okay. So either, you know, the either now, if you're still in school, that can still be a really good time to reflect um, while you're still in it or the, the week after it's done, but I wouldn't push it out 
further past a week or it's going to start to feel not fresh and you're going to feel like I don't, you know, I don't want to think about it. So just get that on the calendar. That's my biggest encouragement. Get a time to reflect, whether it's just simple or whether you're going to go somewhere and make it more, you know, kind of an enjoyable experience. Get that time on there. Work through these four questions and we pray that it will be a huge help to you. Let's take just a moment to and pray um, about this right now. Father, thank you that you are with us. Thank you that you want to help us and lead us to solutions. And I pray right now for all the teachers that are listening. Teachers, we're not going to do a full reflection right now, but take just a minute and think of one thing God has done for you this year and thank him for it. Next, ask God to guide your thoughts in the coming days and weeks as you do reflect on this year that he will bring to your mind uh, the things that, the ideas that he wants you to have and the solutions he wants you to pursue. We thank you, Father, for your great goodness and the guidance of your spirit. We pray that for each teacher today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Once again, all of the notes and links that we mentioned as far as as well as those four PD courses are available at teachfortheheart.com slash finish. And I wanted to mention one other course I forgot to mention it has something to do with classroom management. So classroom management 101 is a self-paced course that you can start and finish at your own pace any time of the year. But we're going to be doing something special here starting at the end of June. So we give you a few weeks to just be off. And then starting at the end of June, beginning of July, we're going to be doing a course called Your Smooth Running Class that is going to walk you through week by week how to create a classroom management plan so that you are ready to go that first week of school and you have a plan for how you're going to address various misbehavior. And what makes it different is that we actually have a schedule. So each week we say, okay, everyone's working this week on their procedures. Everyone's working this week on their expectations. Now everyone's working on consequences, etc. So it kind of has that great community feel and we have a lot of coaching calls where you can ask questions and get help if you're stuck on anything. So if you feel like you really prefer something where there's a little bit more of a community and a schedule and a little bit more hand-holding, then we totally recommend you joining Your Smooth Running class. Um, you can just Google Teach for the Heart, Your Smooth Running class, or go to teachfortheheart.com slash finish, and we'll have a link for that there. Well, thank you guys again so much. Can't wait to speak with you again soon. Last Next week, we'll be back with the final uh, episode in this series talking specifically about how to make a plan for a great summer break so that you don't come back to August and say, oh, I didn't do the things that I wanted. I don't feel refreshed. I'm not ready to go back. So we hope that you'll join us next week to help you have an amazing summer break. In the meantime, teacher, remember God is at work in you and through you. and He's using you to make a difference. Keep your eyes on him and teach for the heart.